Welcome to Counterthought, a podcast conserving America's freedom, culture, and values. This is Brian Kletter, the creator and host of the podcast. You can engage with the podcast on Instagram at counter underscore thought or at Counterthought CEO and on our Facebook page, Counterthought Podcast. For audio versions of the podcast, you can find us on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, and more. And for video versions of the podcast, join us on YouTube at the Counterthought channel. Let's go. Biden, Trump, and Pence have classified documents. Do you have classified documents? What is going on? And what does this mean regarding our two-tier justice system? Hello and welcome to another episode of Counterthought. If you have been living under a rock or anything in the last couple of weeks, you know that Biden has been dealing with this tremendous classified document scandal. And if you've been following along on this podcast or just following the political news, national news in general, you know, going back to August of last year, that Trump had his whole fiasco with classified documents. And there is still, that is still underway with the special counsel and everything else reviewing that. Some say that, you know, now that Biden has his own classified document situation, that there is no chance that Trump is going to get indicted for anything regarding his classified documents. But that remains to be seen. I would put money that that's going to take place because, I mean, then you're really getting into a double standard, right? Not only a double standard based upon level of influence and power within the justice system, but also then a double standard regarding two individual people in very similar situations. And I'll get into the situations and kind of how everything is played out and where everything stands, a little bit of a timeline, some you know context for this discussion here in a minute. But then this week, earlier this week, you know, amongst the drip, drip, drip of the releases of more and more documents being found at Biden's residences and the Penn Biden Center, Mike Pence self-reported that he has classified documents and he found them or they were found at his Indiana home. So what does this mean? We have our uh, latest former president, Trump, classified documents, again, going back to August. We have Biden, current president, classified documents, not just in one location at his house in Wilmington, but um, I believe also in his other location in Delaware, Rehoboth, I think is how it's pronounced, uh, Beach, and then also the Penn Biden Center that was set up when he was no longer vice president. It was set up during the time between his vice presidency with Obama and then the Trump administration. So, you know, those four years there from 2016 through, through 2020. And then again, Pence self-reported that he has found classified documents. So what is going on here? Well, first, there are a few differences in each of these three, for each of these three individuals. Going back to August with Trump, uh, Trump, you know, has declassification as the president of the United States. His time, his documents come from his time as president. Trump, again, declassification authority, but it's undecided or unknown whether or not he actually followed the appropriate steps to declassify the documents that were are kept at his Mar-a-Lago residence here in Florida. Trump lawyers negotiated with the National Archives. They didn't just hand everything over. There was negotiation, things like, hey, this letter, you know, is a personal letter to the president, to President Trump. He wants to hold on to it. 
Uh, it does not belong in the National Archives. He wants to hold on to it, or there needs to at least be a copy made, something along those lines. So he has his own personal copy, and then the National Archives can have you know their copy. Uh, the Trump Mar-a-Lago residence has Secret Service detail. Um, it's been described by those who go there that you know you have to show identification, you get wanded, and everything. You have to. There are different checkpoints around the property. Like you know, you're not just walking around as if you're visiting someone at their a friend's house, you know, and just being able to go in every single room and every single area of the house as you want. Biden, however, Biden's files originally were thought to just be from his time as vice president. Then it was discovered over the weekend that there are files dating back to when he was a senator. And that can be problematic for him because, well, one, for both both instances, vice president and senator, he does not have declassification authority. So how did he get the classified documents? But going back to when he was a senator, he was no longer a senator after the 2008 election. So we're talking about 14 full years have passed that there have at least been some type of classified documents in his possession. Um, Biden also, his garage, he said, you know, for his home in, in Delaware, in Wilmington, Delaware, that his garage, you know, is secure. It's locked. That's his phrase. You know, it's locked. Okay, well, any of us who have a garage or grew up, you know, in a house with a garage know that you have a little keypad on the outside, you got the little remote in your car, and then you have the button on the inside of the house. And typically, to get from the in, from your inside your house into your garage, it's just a door, right? An, an outside door that goes into, into your garage. And that is that door is not locked typically while you're at home. It's unlocked so you can go in and out of the garage, get to your car. Usually a laundry room could be attached to the garage and you cut through the garage to get to the laundry room. Garage is where you just store other information and again, vehicles and everything else. So many different people could easily have access to the garage. Sure, it could be locked, right, to, to the outside public, but there are ways to open the garage door, not only when you have to leave and remove a vehicle yourself, or if you just need to walk out of the garage to get to somewhere else um, on your property. So it's not locked like it was locked, you know, for Trump, where it's um, detailed that National Archives or um, the DOJ, whomever said, okay, well, if you're going to be keeping these documents, you need to increase the security in that room. So there's like a special lock added, padlock, key lock, whatever on that door. I mean, there's no special lock like that on the Delaware house and who all live there, but we'll get into more of this stuff here in a minute. Uh, Biden did report the files or someone on his team reported the files to the national archives compared to Trump. Trump was like, no, I don't want to give these up, but we can, we can negotiate. The story is for Biden that they found them and then they were reported not necessarily reported to us, the American people, but they were at least reported to the National Archives, kind of get the ball rolling. And then Pence. <laughs> when I saw the Pence headline, I was, I was thinking like, oh my gosh, what is, what is going on here? My guess is what Pence was doing is that he was like, oh crap, I intend on running in 2024 you know, for president. So I better you know, check on myself to make sure there is nothing found here that some... Uh, operation, you know, by the DNC or, you know, some opera research is going to end up finding a report or find, you know, this classified documents after the election season has begun. And then that's going to tank my presidential bid. 
That's what I think happened with Pence. But in Pence's case, the files were found at his Indiana home. He reported it to the National Archives. From what I have read, the documents that were then um, marked classified were then stored in a safe at his house. And then someone from the DOJ or the National Archives, the FBI, is going to come and pick up those documents and take them where they need to go uh, within our um, executive branch within Washington, D.C. Now, I want to focus on Biden. I didn't do a specific episode on Trump. I did multiple uh, on my Instagram, uh, at Counterthought CEO. Uh, I did a little, well, for, for about six months, um, me and my friend did the Counterthought Rundown, and then for about a month or so, maybe two months, it was just me. And that's when I was talking about the whole Trump situation. So if you want any of that content, go to at Counterthought CEO on Instagram and, and check those out. Um, they're they're under the lives, right? I did like a little 10 minute, 10 minute lives and talked about the Trump uh, files at that time. But Biden. Biden to me is a, a little more exciting of a situation, not because of my political leanings, but because of the questions that remain to be answered. So for Biden, as I mentioned earlier, found in like three different locations, two homes in Delaware, and then a Penn Biden Center, which was set up in Washington, D.C. It was a think tank set up, which turns out looks to be a way for money to be funneled to Biden from uh, foreign actors. So here are some questions I have for Biden. The timeline says, and the, and the media is pretty upset about this because they seem to be give, not only given the runaround, but also initially were given kind of inaccurate information regarding the timeline. Not just, you know, it's not partisan media, right? Like Republicans being like, oh, well, you know, we're angry, but the Democrat media, liberal media is like, oh, no, we don't care. It may have initially started like that, but then once the less details, once the drip, drip, drip started and some of the details were not lining up, then they started to get upset. So some questions I have for Biden. Why were you at, why you, why were you first packing up the Penn Biden center? And then why did you have lawyers packing it up? Why didn't you just have someone else? And if you're, uh, if the response is, okay, well, we had lawyers because there could be sensitive information. Then the follow-up question mm -hmm. is, well, why didn't, why did you use lawyers that don't have the property proper security clearances to pack up the Penn Biden center? Another question would be, okay, when you found the documents, why, why didn't you just get rid of them if they were going to be problematic for you? Why? I mean, yeah, that's, a bad decision, right? To just get rid of classified documentation. But if this is going to be a big issue for you and, and politically and trust with the American people, why didn't the individual who found the documents bring it to your attention? Why didn't they just get rid of them? I mean, they had been there for at least, at least two or more years, probably four, probably six years again, because this Penn Biden center started when, when Trump was president. If no one came calling for them, why not just get rid of them? Obviously, no one knew you had them, so why not just get rid of them? Also, why did you wait two months, not only Biden and his team, but also 
the executive state, right? The National Archives, the DOJ. Why did you wait two months to report this to we, the people, to the public, to the media? Timeline says that these documents were found the week before the election. But we didn't hear about it until January, two months. Why is that? I think it's kind of obvious the political, it was politicized right from the jump. Something comes out, a report comes out at the very end that would have hurt Biden, or not even in this case because he wasn't running in the midterms, but that would have hurt those who aligned themselves with Biden. Can't risk that. Nope, because power is at stake. Just like with the Hunter Biden laptop in the 2020 election, couldn't risk that because power was at stake. And then who had access to the Penn Biden Center and the Biden residences? Official, do- official documents for the Penn Biden Center show that I think the Penn Biden Center raised about $54 million, $54 million for a think tank to create policies and try to push them and lobby them into, into Congress to influence the president and senators and representatives of what they, of what this think tank, the Biden Penn think tank, would like to see on a policy front for America. $54 million. Records also show that millions, more than $10 million, came from China, Chinese actors. Why did China donate $10 million? Where is the $10 million? And then why on official documentation did Hunter Biden say that he paid you $45,000 per month for rental fee of the Wilmington, Delaware home while you, President Biden, just put on your documentation that you were paid $10,000 a month? Where's the extra $35,000, $40,000? That looks like money laundering to me and to many others. So these are these are just some of the do- these are just some of the questions right that need to be answered. Why were you packing up the Penn Biden Center? Why were you using lawyers? Why were you using lawyers without proper clearance? Why did the Penn Biden Center get fifty four million dollars from foreign actors and in, in donations? Why did China donate more than ten? Why did Hunter Biden live at the Delaware home in your locked garage? And why did Hunter pay you forty five to fifty thousand dollars per month to live there? But then you report only $10,000. Where'd the extra $30,000, $40,000 go per month? And I believe it was shown that, or reported that um, Hunter was living there for at least a year. So you do the math, we're talking about three hundred sixty dollars to $500,000. Where is that money? I have some theories, and this again is, <laughs> is the juicy part for me. Some different theories out there, though, from from the media and other podcasters and pundits and everything else are are that this was just a mistake. A low-level assistant, when you're the president, when you're the vice president of the United States, when you're a senator, one of your aides, one of your assistants, you know, is tasked with giving the packing up the office, you know, and getting everything ready to go. You, as the senator or vice president, you can't be bothered with that. That is, you know, that is below the level of of concern when it comes to your responsibility. So you just have a low level assistant, a low level aide that has to, to do that work. And who are they to know what should and should not be kept? 
Another theory, you know, just that the that just brushes this off when regards to Biden is that this is just a mistake. You know, Joe is old and he's a moron. He's forget he's forgetful. Um, you know, he's been known throughout his 40 years of the Senate to not always, you know, be the smartest or the brightest. So, you know, this is just this is just good old Joe making a mistake. Well, going back to the documents when he was a senator, going back 14 years, he was in his mid to late 60s. And those files could be earlier, but we don't know yet when those files are from, what what time frame. We know as a senator, but again, he was a senator for 40 years. So we're talking to a senator when he was 40 years old, 50 years old, 60 years old. You know, we need more information. And then another theory, and this is where I am, is that this is a political hit job. This is a political hit job on Biden. Biden's approval ratings are low. They're 40%, sub 40 in certain polls. You know, it's noticeable if you're honest with yourself that he's not all there. He's not doing a great job for the American people. The achievements of the Biden administration are few and far between. I can only think of one achievement that he's had, and that was the infrastructure bill. I talked about that on a previous episode. But I believe the theory of this is a political hit job. And I think there are there are two, two parts to it. Political hit job, as in, okay, so someone placed the documents as a Democrat uh, senator or you know, Democrat representative um, alluded to last, last week. His last name's uh, Johnson. I, I don't remember his first name. The guy who talked about um, Ghana, like flipping over and no, not Ghana, uh, but an island being able to flip over in the water if it became overpopulated. Anyway, so political hit job, did someone place the files there? Or political hit job that someone knew the files existed and told on Biden. Not told Biden, but tattletailed, ratted, ratted him out. That's where I land. This is a political hit job. Biden has not, do, not done enough. The Democrat Party is worried about the prospects of 2024. They don't have a great person waiting in the wings. You know, no one in, within his administration is, is going to lead the way. Some might toss their hat in there if he, if he declares not to run. My best bet is that it's going to be Gavin Newsom. Might even challenge Biden if Biden goes for re-election, but you know, we'll see how that plays out. Usually the VP will rise up and run, which would be Harris, but she's seen to be worse. You know, her likability is worse than than Biden. Her approval rating is worse than Biden's. But I do think this is a political hit job for him or against him. Trying to move him out. Some think that, oh, well, that's too conspiracy. That's, you know, that's too much. I mean, more than likely, you know, it was he was just like careless, you know, and that's how the documents ended up in these three locations. But I don't think so. Not when you factor in the information we know from the Hunter Biden laptop. I don't think that this was just carelessness. I think it's more than that. I think that when it comes to Biden and his classified documents, this drip, 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 is that I don't think someone placed them there as if they didn't exist beforehand. I think these documents have existed and Biden and Hunter Biden and then his... um, Joe Biden's brother, I forget his name, but the Biden family, as they call it now, 
I think they use these documents to get paid millions upon millions of dollars. And you could say, you know, maybe Biden family was doing that because he didn't think he was going to get back into politics after being vice president for two terms with Obama. But still, these are classified documents, and the classified documents are not supposed to be in your residence. So I do think this is a political hit job. They want to get Biden out of the way, and this is the best way they could come up with doing it. You know, it, it creates doubt in the minds of the American people. Can he be trusted? Um, it is hypocrisy. Some things people can look past for, for you know, when being hypocritical, but when it comes to this, eh, maybe not. It would also be nice to know, however, what actually is on these documents. What type of documents are they? Remember going back to the Trump, we heard all about, ah, you know, it could be the nuclear codes and things like that. It could be national security secrets and he could be selling them to our adversaries and everything. But you've noticed that this has basically been resolved for, for Trump. There is no there there as dumb as that phrase is but you know you don't hear anything else about mar-a-lago in those classified documents and even if there was something that was threatening national security it wouldn't be published so that's kind of the game that's played right by the by the doj the fbi like well this is very serious documents you know top secret classified information i think it's ts sci or like top secret and i forget the other three acronyms but like the top of the top classification level but because it's that level, we can't actually tell you what's there, but trust us, it's bad. And I think kind of think that's going to be the same situation with Biden. It's like, oh man, just going to let the public's mind race and kind of create their own narrative, like what I've done for myself, that I think this is a political hit job and not just forgetfulness or carelessness or recklessness. I think this is a hit job, but it's never going to come out that it's never kind of going to come out about which is what information is actually included on these documents. That's not that's not going to happen. And that's frustrating for me. It could be frustrating for you, but that's the way this, this game is played. It's top secret, but it's so top secret we can't tell you, but trust us, it's bad. And then Pence, I think Pence is just trying to CYA himself. He's trying to cover his own ass. You know, cover your ass, CYA. As I mentioned earlier, he probably plans on running in 2024. He's pretty much said as much in a recent interview. And he's going to go ahead and check everything, you know, look in all the drawers, look in all the filing cabinets, check the computer, um, look under the bed, look in the closets, look all these areas to make sure that anything that he might have is found early so that he can recover by the time it starts the political <clears throat> um, presidential run for 2024. But what have we learned? Again, Trump's documents go back to August. That's pretty much done. Special counsel appointed. You know, the whole legal going going through the courts in Florida and whether or not there needs to be a special counsel, um, whether or not the DOJ and the FBI followed the rules, all, all of that. And then with, with um, Biden... His current situation in the drip, drip, drip and the DOJ and the FBI now doing searches of his home. But at the time of this recording, I don't think they had searched his Rehoboth Beach house. So probably more to come. 
And then with Pence, you know, again, I think he's just kind of CYAing himself. But what have we learned from from each of these three uh, individuals and and their classified document troubles? One, I think we've learned that there is probably some overclassification. I've been listening to some people like Buck Sexton, who used to work in the CIA, talking about it, and um, then some other former lawyers, you know, prosecutors from the DOJ talking about, well, there's probably some overclassification going on here because, you know, the menu at the White House, the lunch menu at the White House is considered classified. Yes, there are various levels of classification, but I mean, let's be real here. Is the menu at the White House really need to be classified? Someone's thoughts and opinions about something really need to be considered classified, you know, but we'll, we're not going to be told what is in these documents, especially if it is something substantial. But there probably is a little bit of overclassification. I think also we've learned that there is arch- archaic documentation management. I mean, think of your daily life, the documents that you have, that you create, that you send, that you receive. Most of them, if not all of them, are probably electronic. They're probably digital files. Aside from the mail, right? The mail comes in. That's physical, tangible paper. But everything else, whether you're sending an email, text message, you know, looking at a PDF document, a Word document for work, PowerPoint, all these things, they are digital files. And if you need to access them, you pull up your computer. Maybe you pull up an app on your phone, and they're digital. In my job, I work on government-affiliated projects every so often. And every time you look at the requirements for for the documents that have to be returned back to them, and it's always printed. Printed, thumb drive or a little USB drive, and a digital copy. Three different types of <laughs> three different types of files of documentation. But there are always is the most archaic, which is paper. I can see some benefits of paper. You know, you've seen in movies where file folders are being sent back and forth, the little inner office envelopes and, you know, being sent around, you know, the agencies and what have you um, marked classified, stamped in big red letters, top secret on, on a manila folder and all of that. But there has to also be a little bit of um, an archaic document management that's going on here along with the overclassification. And then obviously there is the double standard, right? The rules for me or rules for thee, but not for me, right? The more power you have, the more influence you have, the more people who see you as powerful and see you as more influential than them will make exceptions for you, right? That's probably what's happening here the most is let me try to answer the question of how these documents even get, get out of the Senate, get out of a skiff, get out of, um, you know, your time as vice president, your time as president, it's because the individuals who are responsible for ensuring the security of these documents that work for maybe the National Archives, that work for the FBI, the DOJ, that work for the different intelligence agencies, they're like, oh, crap. If the vice president of the United States, if a top senator on an intel committee, if the president of the United States walks out after looking at these documents and says, hey, I'm going to keep a copy of these. Are you going to be the one that says no or tries to stop that individual my guess is probably not perfect world you would say like 
Sorry, Mr. Vice President. Sorry, Mr. President. Uh, I can't allow you to do that. You're going to have to leave that here. And the president, vice president, senator would say like, okay, here you go. You know, whatever. But I mean, that's not the case, right? We know that there's a double standard. There are people in jail for years who've been prosecuted for mishandling classified information, you know, that are just regular people like you and me, civilians. But that's not the same standard when it comes to those with more and more influence and more and more power. We've known that there's a double standard for a long, long time. The rules for thee, but not for me. Hillary Clinton got that treatment, you know, from James Comey because he talked about intent. Did she have intent to mishandle this information? Was there an intent for malice with the mishandling of of her email server and, and the storage of those documents? I would like to get rid of that, but I mean, let's be honest, that's never going to happen. You're not going to see the president or vice president get handcuffed and tried for um, storing some documents. There would be every everyone would be bending over backwards, doing cartwheels to try to figure out a way to prevent that from happening, right? To someone with that much power and influence within our country and within our our government. But I'm very intrigued with Biden. Trump, again, is over Pence, low level. We'll see if it develops into something more. But with Biden, I truly believe that there is something going on in the background, something a little more nefarious. I think that he, that the hit was put out on him politically and that this drip, drip, drip is not because he was, he made a mistake, you know, was forgetful or careless or anything like that. I think there were individuals who knew the kind of information that was being stored at these different locations. And that individual doesn't believe that Biden gives the Democrat party the best chance to preserve power in the 2024 presidential election. And that this is a hit to take out the current president politically in order to strengthen the Democrat party's case to retain power moving into 2024. Thank you for listening to Counterthought, a podcast conserving America's freedom, culture, and values. Remember to subscribe and like or rate the podcast on your podcast app or on YouTube and engage with the podcast on Instagram at counter underscore thought at counter thought CEO or on Facebook at counter thought podcast.